0: from Huntley to the
1: end zone he got
0: it Jalen Dixon goes airborne and one play after that penalty gives it back to Utah
1: they tack on That's Nixon in motion
0: and this is Moss who puts it in the paint Zach Moss with his second score of the day well. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake
2: Scott, 97.5, 1280, The Zone Band of the Day. Today, Motley Crue, selected by our friend Jared from out here at Diamond Airport Parking, and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Get concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. We're right off of the freeway, I-80, and Redwood Road. We'll get back to the Utes, Gordon, because we have a very... Very special guest. What about the Utes? I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Layton with us here on the big show. Frank, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks
1: for dropping by and seeing of us. Course. It's saving the show, as you it's say. saving the show because there's a radio is going the way of newspapers. Pretty soon we'll have no means of communication at all. None. All right? Except with Twitter. <laughs> and then the only one we'll be able to hear is our president. All right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so what can I say? Here I am. Yeah.
0: So, Frank, nice. you said you were at the Utah game. Yeah. What do you What do you make of the Utes uh, and how the they're Utes coming very along?
1: Good. Yeah, you know, here, here's what I think. You know, when you start a program, first of all, I think we have an outstanding coach. I think he's perfect for this community. He's perfect for the state, everything else. And maybe he'd go somewhere else and he'd probably be a great coach in the pros or, or uh, at Oklahoma or something else. But you know what? He's perfect for here. So I always think we get off on the right foot. We get off with a with a good coach. He seems to be interested in the kids. I think the kids like him. I think his staff likes him, and so we move on from there. Uh, I like I like the idea uh, that uh, I have. I've been I've been a, a season ticket a season ticket holder for 35 years. I, I took I got season tickets. For, I used to sit over where the Musk kids are. You know. But uh, since then, we're up in the scholarship box. My wife is a graduate of the U. And I had a boy, uh, my son Michael, played baseball for the U. So, you know, he has a scholarship, and uh, we've always felt a a feeling. Not that I root. You know, I I hope all the teams in the state win. Uh, But I – and then, you know, they moved up into this league pac twelve, uh, the pac twelve. Yeah, it's a big step they up. They need revising. <laughs> they, one thing they do is a great job of selling themselves. <laughs> All right, but nevertheless, it. it uh, I guess it is. I don't know when we say we're playing Stanford. Well, better play them football than to debate them, I guess. Because
0: yeah. <laughs> they're smarter yeah, than you. Yeah, yeah,
1: the debating team is a way way right. tougher than their football team is. doing?
0: That reminds me of that time you went to speak went, so the yes. story is told, that yes. you went to speak to the Harvard Law School or whatever, yes. and somebody asked you afterward what it was like, and you said it was horrible. I was the dumbest one there, and everybody knew
1: it. No, I was the dumbest person within three miles. <laughs> yeah, well, I I went I, another time I went to uh, I went to speak uh, Fossil was the coach of the Utes. and uh, this was a, a, a crazy weekend we went out to to see the Utes play Stanford and uh, uh, Chase Peterson was the was the fine president of the of uh, Utah University of Utah Fossil was the coach and Fossil wanted me to talk to the team before the game well that weekend we made a plan we went we were going Friday to see the World Series Saturday to see the youths play uh, uh, up at Stanford on the campus. And then on Sunday, we were going to go see the Patriots play the, the 49ers. All right? That's well, a good weekend well, right yeah, there. Yeah, it was a good week. It was the weekend of the earthquake. Oh, my goodness. So the World Series got called off for the games. And, and so we, then they decided they were worried they were whether they were going to play or not. Uh, they said that they were the, the Set the structure of the behind the uh, field and uh, you know they sort of a bowl there uh, and what have you at uh, Stanford, but they they were concerned that maybe they wouldn't be able to play, but they decided to play and in fact they moved the pro game to Stanford that weekend huh. to 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 play and that's where that game was played and uh, we had to get uh, I, I think uh, Steve Young helped us out to get us tickets or something. But anyway, we, we we managed to get get in the get into the football game, even though I'd been moved and the the, the seating was in half because the stadium was going to be be a lot less in size. So, but anyway, uh, half time, uh, before the game starts, Foster comes on and gets me, and he takes me down to the to the locker room, and I is so worried about making the speech. You know, I I I asked him how long I had. He says, "Well, take take five, six minutes, seven minutes." He says, give him everything you got, you know, and and says, this is going to be a tough game and what have you. And then, he, but when I got in the locker room, he says, oh, he said, Frank, I, I, I he said, what guy, and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm looking at quotes from Churchill and, and, uh, and Lombardi and, uh, you know, uh, uh, so anyway, uh, Damon Runyon, I had everybody, I had my speech ready. And then when I got there, he says, oh, Frank, I, I can't I tell you. He says, Chase Peterson just came in, the president of the school, and he wants to talk to the team. <laughs> oh, no. He says, so I don't know whether there'll be any time for you. So I said, well, all right, that, that's okay. That's, that's fine. That, so anyway, President Peterson, a wonderful guy, gets up there and he says, gentlemen, today it is our privilege to be able to go out and play one of the great academic institutions in the world stanford university these are the kind of teams we want to compete with on the on the academic level that they bring about and he went on and on about how smart and how great (laughs) stanford was you know so anyway i i keep looking at my watch and and fossil keeps looking at his watch and finally chase Peterson ends thank you very much dummy boy steps aside and fossil looks at me he says you got a minute (laughs) i go what the Sermon on the Mount, <laughs> you know, the, the Gettysburg Address, they were short, but a minute. So I looked at him, I said, gentlemen, today we have the opportunity to play one of the great academic institutions in the world. Just remember, we're not debating them. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: that was it. Huh? And that was it.
1: And you know, President Peterson says to me, as, as they're running out the door, he says, you know, I wish I said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. So,
1: yeah, that's a true story. But anyway, so uh, here we are. And uh, what can I say? Well, let's talk a little her? basketball
2: for a minute because uh, people are pretty excited about the upcoming Jazz season. They should be. Yeah. Yeah. It.
1: Yeah. I think we're going to have a good team. I think we've made some clever moves. The uh, You know, you have to stay healthy. Uh, you have to have some kind of continuity. Uh, everybody has to get along. Uh, the coaches have to be able to communicate, and if the pieces fall into place, are we looking at a year ago at this time, and we were we were saying to ourselves, who's going to be the next champion? Oh well, uh, you know it's going to be, you know, uh, 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 what's it, the Warriors and everything. And who who picked Canada? Who picked Toronto? <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, come on, if you did, you're a miracle man. So I mean, is, is are we the next team? I think people think the Jazz have improved, but I don't see people saying that we're the next in line to be the championship. But I think it's a possibility. All right, I wouldn't I wouldn't say we're favored to do it, but I think we're a team that if st- we stay healthy and the, and when we've had our good teams, and we have competed right up there, we've had been able to play our stars in a lot of games. All right, now I know now. There's new things happening, all right. We have some kind of stress, and uh, what is it? What's the, the management of uh, uh, of how many games you play and how much you play? Uh, load yeah. management. Load management, <laughs> you know. So I don't know what what is is in that, and maybe maybe that's good. I don't know enough about it to to to, to put it down. Uh, but I think that sometimes you've got to be a miracle worker. I mean, I like the idea that you got guys that play together, that work together. You know, I've always said that I thought that Carl Malone would have had a great, great uh, career, as would have uh, John Stockton. But together, all right. And the fact that neither of them were ever hurt, they were always playing every game, and they were so good. And and the results uh, proved that one one guy breaks all the records for for assists and the other guy is second all time in, in scoring they were durable and they like to play they like to practice i can't imagine saying oh you know this the season's starting i wonder what uh 50 games i would like to play this week you know something like that you know the guy that, that was on uh He's on the Clippers now, but he was he, last year he was on... Uh, Kawhi
2: Leonard with uh, the with Kawhi Toronto. Leonard, he
1: played 60 games. Now, this is from a coaching standpoint. That drives you nuts. <laughs> you know, I mean, every day you go to practice, you have a practice plan, you're ready to go, and you don't know who's decided they want to play or not. You know, and it's getting worse because what happened to football this weekend? And I said on, I, I said on uh, on the other station, so I won't say it here, you know, that that moron was 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 killing uh, the uh, the uh, the raiders, you know. So they finally, finally did something about it and got rid of him, and uh, he ends up with the Patriots. He ends up better off. You know, you talk about justice. This is proof that there is no God. All right, there is no God would never let that happen. You know, it's 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 unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think that the Jazz are to to to, to say they're going to be pretty good. I think they've put some pieces together that are good. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I like their team. Uh, I think they I think a lot. You know, this may may surprise you. Is the guy I'm going to pick out? But is it axiom Is that how you pronounce uh-huh. his name? Yeah. I think he is a key here. I think they need somebody coming off the bench who's going to be very, very good and very, very strong and, and, and help us. And I think he's that guy. I think I think it's about time. You know, I know he's been injured and there's some boys there's his fifth, sixth year in the league. And if he comes in and really does a good job for them, that gives them the added depth that they're probably not really counting on. Uh, but I think it'll give them the kind of depth that would make them a very, very good basketball team. And if uh, if uh, the guy uh, the, the O'Connell, or whatever his name is, that they just traded for, he's a very good player. And if he plays and doesn't get hurt and gives them, you know, a full season, uh, they're going to be better. Uh, I think you know the other guys; they're going to miss some 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 of the people that they had. I mean, uh, you know, what is the Derek Favors? Derek Favors, what's his name? The other guy, uh, Coward? Uh, uh, Crowder. Crowder. Oh, yeah. it, Crowder. I, I like him. He's a good, tough guy. So we'll see, you know, how tough they are, how tough they're going to be. You know, uh, you know, I think the others are all going to step up a little bit. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's going to be a little bit better player than he was in the last two years. You know, his decision-making and stuff like that will improve just through his experience and now playing internationally and what have you. So, yeah, they're going to be pretty good.
0: Frank, you said something at the beginning of uh, what you were talking about there about. Oh, I listen,
1: before we go for another moment, because I also have been married for 62 years, and I'm working on 63. This is Barbara Layden, my wife, has joined us sometimes mistaken for being my daughter uh, but uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll, I'll concur with that I, I think but, that's probably so, true So, oh, now go on with this nonsense Okay, so <laughs> Hi Barbara, how are you? Um You said that. You're a favorite writer. You're a favorite writer, not her favorite broadcaster. Oh. Oh,
0: Okay. All right. Who's your your favorite broadcaster? She says, I love Munson. I thought she meant
1: President (laughs) Munson. All
0: right. Uh, Frank, you said something at the beginning of that about how the team likes each other. In your experience being around teams, how important is that? Because the Jazz, like you talked about, they've they've got more talent now. How important is it that they, quote-unquote, gel, and that they really do have a good feeling in the locker
1: room? I think that's very important. For one thing, for the sanity of everybody. You know, if if you've got a couple of bad guys in the locker room, they can go through that locker room and poison because as the year goes on, just like families, there'll be ups and downs. There'll be times in which you don't want, you know, you don't want people stepping in that, that have a sour feel. I should have played more. I should have got more shots. I should have done this. You know, first thing pro players do is they look at the, the sheet. How many shots did I get? You know, how many minutes did I play? And if there's jealousy or there's hard feelings, then it puts extra pressure on those guys who are out there playing and who are out there producing. It becomes very important. Let me give you a little thing that happened. When I was coaching the Jazz, we were practicing down at Dixie College, all right? And and we had our first morning session. I think we had like 20 guys with us, all right? And I remember at the time, I, I kind of think that Billy Donovan was with us. and. Uh, you know he was We drafted him and and uh, I think we still had uh, Ricky and and John was a young player But anyway, I never as a teacher I learned this when I was in the army when I was uh, you know teaching people in the army always keep the class in front of you Don't let them go around the side or behind you, you know Because then they lose attention and and uh, what have you and you're not going to do as well but this day after our morning practice I had the team together, and I was saying, you know, make sure you get rest today. Eat light. Eat after the, the, the second practice tonight. You know, come back. And, and uh, you know, we, and I was telling them, yeah, we did good. We didn't do good. And while I was talking, all of us, all of a sudden I heard I have a clear blue side. Why don't you shut up? Keep your mouth shut. The man is telling us how to win. I turn around, and it's throw belly. I didn't know who it was. I thought it was. I thought it was somebody mad at me. You know, I thought <laughs> <laughs> it was Larry Miller.
0: It <laughs> <You laughs> thought, thought it was Barbara. It could have been Barbara.
1: <laughs> so anyway, I turn around and it's it's Darrell Bailey, and he's yelling at a couple of rookies who didn't know any better. They were starting to talk to each other about should we should, where are we going for lunch? Where are we going to do it? what time? You? you know, they were just chatting like kids will do. That's why you don't let them behind you. You know, at that moment I knew we were going to have a good team. Hmm. You know, when I saw things like uh, Carl Malone in the weight room lifting weights, guys getting up and starting to leave. Hey, get back on that weights. You're not done yet. <laughs> you know, now you know you got a family. Now you know you got people who, who are going to share, and the responsibilities that it takes to have a winning team. It can't always be. You know, if, if it was, then then uh, you know, coaching would be easy. The coaching is, is always hard. But good coaches win when they have good players. Nobody wins when they have bad players. And a lot of guys lose when they have good players because those good players don't get along, don't cooperate, don't believe in the system, and don't believe in the coach.
2: The great Frank Layden is with us uh, here at Diamond Airport Parking Live. You're, you're dropping by. See, this is uh, not a surprise to me, Frank. You uh, appreciate well, what Well, I came these here and uh,
1: Barbara and I were looking to steal a car. <laughs> <laughs> How are your
2: hotwire one to just go, on. Yeah, get huh? it out of here, yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll leave a dump. You see the car I'm driving? A man of my prestige. I've got a 15-year-old explorer out there. What is this, anyway? Yeah, and what are you guys? You can't find a place to, to do your show anymore, or what?
0: <laughs> yeah, we just set up uh, here. You're
1: going them. further west. You're going to be out of, the, out of the state soon, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I, you know, so I think the Jazz are going to, I think, uh, from what I see, it looks like a team that uh, is, it has a little, uh, a little good support I think the, the backup kids are going to be good uh, you know they' uh, they've got, they've got frontline players that are all-star quality players so uh, I think they're, they're well coached they, they seem to work hard and uh, we'll see how they uh, live with adversity during the year something will happen somebody's hurt Some, somebody will clash what have you. And uh, as, if they survive that, then they'll do just fine. you got to get to the playoffs, or else you, you, if you can't get to the dance, then then you never have a chance. So, yeah, that'll be fine.
2: Well, we appreciate you dropping by the show, Frank. It's always a pleasure to see you and, and to have you on. Thank you very much. Oh, well, it well, is, isn't it? it does is,
1: Barbara have anything she yes, wants to say? what do you say? want to say, Barbara? Huh? Hello and goodbye. <laughs> she <laughs> she and said
0: goodbye. hello and goodbye. <laughs> no, but,
1: you know, isn't it exciting out here that we happen to have – I thought – You asked me about the football game the other day. We went to the game, and it was good. You know, we're playing a team we should beat. Well, we're 23-point favorites, something like that. And we beat them, and we beat them accordingly, and we get out of there maybe with nobody seriously hurt. But I enjoyed the second game when I went home. And I enjoyed that BYU volunteer, uh, Tennessee game. That was a fun game to yes, watch. Yes, it was a fun game to watch and, and uh, you know, how they won it and everything else. And uh, I like uh, Sataki. I think he's a fine gentleman. I always say about the coaches, and I talked about Whittingham before, and, uh, you know, I know uh, Gary up at uh, Utah State also. The first thing is I say, if you're a good coach, you'll win when you have good players. Nobody can win with bad players. All right, the second thing is I ask the question, would I want my son or daughter to play for that person? You know, and and the answer would be, all right. And the three gentlemen I mentioned, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. I'd love to have my children play for Witt or or, uh, or uh, uh, Sadaki or or uh, Gary. I think they're fine, fine people that you'll benefit even if you don't end up winning it all. You know,
2: Jay Hiller, We Were State one of those guys too great yes guy. Oh, Jay
1: Hill's great yeah and a good coach yep yeah and and uh, you yeah, hope that they stay forever and that they have their place hey look at look at the, the basketball coach at, uh, at Weaver State Randy Ray. Ray. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's terrific and uh, you know he said to me I don't know sometimes you know people talk about me going somewhere else and coaching well what more can I have it this is a this is a great place to coach we' are a nice conference and I say well you'll make a lot more money you never coach for money. If you do, you're going to be poor in the end. All right. Uh, how many steaks can you eat? How many how many uh, suits can you own? It's it's how how what's the environment like? Is this a place you like to go to work with every day? Jerry Sloan, you know, he loved to come to work every day. He loved to be there, and and he showed it when he coached. And he had compassion, and he had the toughness, and all he had that great combination of, of toughness, and yet he could be very compassionate about the players also. And, uh, you know, I, I often wonder, you know, about Popovich. He's tough, huh? Popovich is the only coach in the NBA. only has one-a-days. The, the, the Spurs don't have two-a-day practices. He says, no, it's too much. Too much practice. If they need it, if they don't do good in the first one, I'll have it in the second one. Isn't it interesting that Coach K, all right, the, the the Duke, and and if we if we said who's the best coach in college, and we said Coach K, it would it would be fair, right? Now Coach Coach Popovich, isn't it? If he's the best pro coach, yeah, I think most people would say he is. That they both come from military backgrounds, hmm. you know. So I think if we have. Discipline with this team we don't have social problems we don't have off the court problems uh they they stick together uh they stay healthy reasonably healthy and uh they're not thinking about money or the future or or playing somewhere else then i think we could have a wonderful season and well deserved i think mrs miller uh, for what she she's she's done her job right Every time they say, sign a check, she does it. And so, you know, I think that that would be wonderful for them. Frank, well, for one, this community. One,
0: one last question i got to yes. ask you. Always wanted to ask you.
1: Yes. What's the key to happiness in life? Liking your job. Mother Teresa tells us if you don't love your job, you're a slave. You guys know who Mother Teresa is? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, okay. Sometimes people here don't know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mother Teresa says that. I think... I think you've got a balance in your life. I've been I've been blessed, 62 years, all right, with this woman who's smarter than I am and wasn't afraid when we got home, all right? I don't know, I'll give you one example. We used to have a play, I don't know if you remember, the last shot of the game, last shot of the court, the last shot of the half, the C play, oh, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, she served for two years. So one day we're driving. She never would question no timeouts or substitutions. Or, starting teams or anything else but anyway we were going along and she say uh hey frank uh uh, i was going to say about the c play so i said yeah what about she says stick it up your rear end (laughs) it doesn't work that was (laughs) it we put that we we put that right to bed right then you know Uh, but yeah it's uh yeah yeah i and i think your job should be fun I think you should put your working conditions, the people you report to, the authorities, and, the, and the, uh, I think the, the opportunity to succeed, at your, uh, reach your goals. I think all of those things should uh, be more important than money. And if, it's, if, it's, if you're doing something just to make a lot more money, then uh, who knows? You know, it doesn't mean that you're going to be successful. As we see, it's going on in professional sports now. You know, guys, will, guys will, uh, will do anything to make more money. Coaches will leave jobs to make more money. You know, by the way, people ask about this. This is a great place to play. This is an easy place. We got It's easy to get to practice. It's easy to get to the airport. You know, it's easy to get around. Uh, and uh, I think a lot of we – when Scotty was at the Knicks, I remember we used to practice in Westchester County. All right? We have a shoot arounds up there. If we had a shoot-around in the garden, we had to put the guys in a hotel because we could, we would never know if they could get back to the game or not at night. And there's a lot of places that are a lot tougher to play. This is a nice place to play, nice clean conditions, good buildings. The announcers, we could use a little better, you know, radio coverage. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. No, you guys do a great job. And uh, thank you very much for having me on. And... Uh, the checks in the mail, I take it? <laughs> it? It is.
2: Just keep an eye on that. Yeah. He okay. is the great Frank Layden. Frank, thank you so very, very much. We'll have Barbara, more. thanks for coming by. We'll have more of the big show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.